Thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Barry Erickson and I'm Community Engagement Coordinator at Wheaton Public Library. Tonight, we are delighted to bring you Picking Plant-Based. Healthier eating is best approached gradually with small changes. Tonight, we will learn why and how to make simple plant-based substitutions in our daily meals. Our speaker will provide tips to help you get started and share a delicious plant-based cheese recipe as well. Deepa Deshmukh is a registered dietitian and diabetes educator practicing functional and integrative nutrition. Deepa is also the host of a podcast, Ask Nutritionist Deepa. In, in 2020, Deepa was selected as one of the top 10 dietitians in the country by Today's Dietitian Magazine, a leading publication in her industry. So with so much expertise and great information to share, I'm anxious to turn the screen over to you, Deepa. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you so much, Barry, for the invitation. And thank you, everybody who is watching or will be watching uh, after this seminar has been recorded and uh, pass it on. So uh, it's my pleasure to be in front of you today to discuss the uh, importance of starting a journey of uh, getting healthy and towards the wellness by picking plant-based lifestyle. Um, <clears throat> It, the word plant-based has come to come to the surface in last uh, uh, two to three years and more so in last one year. And it, it feels like it's something new, but really the roots are very ancient. Across the board, one diet that comes, comes on top is always plant-based. There's nothing wrong when we, uh, when we decide to eat more plants. I mean, we just can't go wrong. So, so talking about this topic really excites me because I think it's so easy to do, but because of our busy lifestyles and, and uh, sometimes not knowing where to start, some people feel intimidated that, oh my God, how am I going to start the plant-based lifestyle or start my plant-based diets? And I want you guys to feel comfortable today uh, that you know this is all about just starting taking small steps and ripping the big rewards really. So let's get started. Picking plant-based diet. Today we will talk about how to transition to sustaining plant-based lifestyle and why transitioning to plant-based and why transitioning to plant-based. These are, and of course, how to transition to plant-based. Uh, we will talk about it and then um, please make sure you text me your name and email to 630-686-7300 to, to get your, your handouts uh, on, on the topic. So how to transition to sustaining lifestyle, plant-based lifestyle. The word sustaining is extremely important because there is everything that we can do or there's anything we can do just for day two, maybe a month, maybe a few months. But then after a while, things start to come up real life hits and then we all fall off the wagon and that's why it's extremely important to understand that uh, understand how we can make sustaining change because sustaining changes is what we are looking for for ultimate um, wellness you know if you want to live longer that's that should not be just only quest but to live longer happier and healthier 
can happen only when we have sustaining um, strategy, I mean, sustaining lifestyle and, and strategies in place to take us there. So um, uh, let's look at, let's first look at the rewards and how quickly our body responds. I mean, why even bother to go plant-based, right? Why should we even bother to eat more fruits and vegetables if we just want to start with something basic? Look at the rapid rewards. See how quickly your body responds. In one day, you, are, you have improved insulin sensitivity and slow release of carbohydrate, which is then going to give you more energy. All the chronic conditions, blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension, arthritis, obesity, overweight, uh, even conditions like migraine or infertility are related to insulin uh, resistance. When we start eating uh, right kind of foods from the plant-based group, in some time, I mean, some, there's some research out there that shows that one meal, which is all plant-based, in within one hour, your insulin resistance starts to improve. So that's a rapid reward, right? Because even your medication sometimes takes few hours to kick in, but food can start exerting its effect, beneficial effects very quickly. So within one day, you will see an improved insulin sensitivity by slow release of carbohydrates. Within two to three days, there's improved bowel movements and gut microbiome starts to improve and removal of toxins starts. This is a very important step when you are making a lifestyle change or going on any diet. But with plant-based diet, the, the diet hits you where it where it's supposed to, which is your gut, because gut health is the key to our overall, overall wellness, because gut is where our immune system is. 80% of our immune system is in our gut. We have more neurons in our gut than we have in, than we have them in our brain. So gut is where we, uh, the nutrients get metabolized, they get broken down and they get absorbed. So if your gut environment is not where it needs to be, then your immunity is going to get affected. Your hormonal balance is going to get affected. Just as a side note, uh, hormonal issues like thyroid, for example, thyroid health depends on your gut health. A lot of, many times people don't know, know that, but the conversion of thyroid from the inactive form to active form happens in gut. So once your gut starts to get better, and that can happen in, in as low as two to three days after you start eating more plants. And I'm not even saying that you have to be 100% plant-based here. Even if you start eating two to three meals, which are plant-based or without meat and high fats, your gut health is going to improve. And that then leads to improvement of your gut microbiome. And once what happens is by default, the plant-based diet is, is high in fiber. And when you have improved bowel movements, the toxins immediately start binding to this fiber and, and start coming out of us. So it's a natural detox. You don't even need any you know, special detox 
pills or powders or drinks or any of that stuff. Within one week, you, there's improved cholesterol level and blood pressure, improved blood flow. Okay, people people uh, usually say that you know what they are feeling their extremities more now, or um, or they say they they're tingling in their feet and hands and uh, legs and feet has gone down. I have one patient; she used to have tingling in her um, on her skull, and that improved. I mean, she went through every MRI and CT scan, and one thing that helped her was plant-based diet, and that. I don't know why, but I think it has something to do with uh, with uh, with improved blood flow. In the second week, you start to have reduced cravings and improved satiety. Okay, like I said, just by default, the whole uh, whole food plant based diet is is high in fiber, is high in nutrients, and that helps with reduced cravings and improved satiety. The third week, taste buds change. Okay, your body starts to uh, come back to its senses, really. As your toxin load starts to come down, your taste buds open up and the, the, the same Starbucks drink or, or donut or uh, anything sweet or super salted or super fatty that at one time you used to enjoy, you are not enjoying it anymore because your senses, your, your taste buds, your sense of smell, smell has, has come down and is, um, is, uh, you know, is looking for more cleaner taste. Within fourth week, mental uh, clarity, improved energy, anxiety, depression, and focus improves, okay? So that's just mental health benefits. Because like I said, your gut has more neurons than your brain. There's that, there's that uh, gut-brain connection. So once your gut health improves, your brain health is, your mental health is bound to improve. Then by fifth week, inflammatory markers such as uh, TMAO start, starts to fall. We usually see TMAO um, type of uh, inflammatory markers among people who eat very high fat, uh, animal protein laden diets and those markers actually they affect your gut microbiome and because of this connection with your uh, gut health these uh, these uh, inflammatory markers starts markers starts to improve thus reducing the inflammation um, all chronic conditions like i said hypertension blood pressure uh, I mean, blood, uh, blood, high blood sugars like diabetes, pre-diabetes, um, obesity, overweight. These are all inflammatory conditions. So, redu reducing inflammation should be our first priority. Sixth week or sooner, improved sexual health, better sleep quality. You know, there's a lot of research on advantage of plant-based diet on 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 sexual health. So that's that's another uh, wonderful uh, benefit of being on on, uh, on plant-based, especially for those who are having uh, some sexual health issues. By seventh week, skin, nail, hair start to improve. I have patients whose hair have come back and I'm not joking. And I wasn't even looking, we weren't even looking for that effect. The goal was just to get them um, 
feeling better and they just started saying that you know skin has the the skin looks uh, the skin has more glow and their nails are not breaking as much and small amount of hair st start starts to come back and that is because your gut is now absorbing all the nutrients two things are happening your body is getting the nutrients that it needs because whole food plant based diet is high in nutrients and secondly it is it is it is uh, absorbing it correctly by eighth week we have hormones hormone starts to balance out um, those who are menstruating they have less menstrual cramps um, they women usually start getting their periods regularly you know the the symptoms of polycystic ovary syndrome or endometriosis start to improve and by one year mark you have arteries and veins which start to unclog and of course then there is improved blood glucose blood pressure mental health heart health so on and so forth so you can see how rapidly you build these rewards how rapid these rewards are uh, how quickly you start your start, your body starts to uh, respond so benefits of uh, whole food plant based why does all why does it happen i mean what is it is there a what's what is a magic uh, nutrient here well it's it's not one magic nutrient uh, nutrient density of plants cannot be underestimated they are plants are high in protein they have low glycemic carbs source of fiber we tend to um, spend so much emphasis on oh how much fat and protein and 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 uh, carbohydrate we are getting but one nutrient we always forget to track and that is fiber even if you keep keep a goal of hey you know what i am going to eat 40 to 50% 40 to 50 grams of fiber per day believe me things will start to improve because just by default just to reach to that point you will be eating more plant based so uh contains low no fat or very minimal amount of uh, unsaturated fat it contains iron calcium uh, phosphorus potassium amazing amount of minerals it contains vitamins all water and fat soluble vitamins contains numerous polyphenols numerous antioxidants and micronutrients so that's what makes this it makes the whole food plant based a magic pill so how do we transition you know small steps these the, these are the core uh, what do you call it food choices or like a core of whole food plant based diet which is grains you know but not just eating white rice or your uh, run of the mill um, you know cream of wheat anything like that but intact grains like millet and barley and quinoa and wild rice and cracked wheat uh buckwheat right uh then you have your seeds like flax seeds pumpkin seeds sunflower seeds sesame seeds so let's say you eat pasta uh, very often if you start replacing the pasta with maybe uh, lentil pasta i will talk about lentil pasta later or if you start uh, sprinkling maybe couple tablespoons of quinoa or wild rice um, on your salad or if you start making a side dish of these grains and some seeds add some nuts like brazil nuts almonds walnuts pine nuts peanuts uh, start sprinkling some cooked lentils or beans peas 
tofu, edamame, tempeh. Uh, tempeh is just another form of uh, uh, soybean or tofu. Uh, it's fermented tofu. But if you, if you, I mean, you know, having a bowl of uh, soup, either lentil soup or or chickpea soup or minestrone soup, is the easiest thing to to get started when you are transitioning to to plant-based because we all are you know we all like soups and there are wonderful soup recipes from from your grandmother mother sister father your family member or friend and having a soup is something that you make it in bulk and it's easy it's portable and you can just uh, you know and it's a, it's a good vehicle i feel to sneak in a lot of good vegetables and plant proteins so plant proteins are basically like i'm saying lentils beans peas tofu edamame then all kinds of vegetables all colors if you feel that every time you are buying the same type of vegetables let's say you know uh, or spinach or kale or carrots or uh, sugar snap peas or uh, broccoli then it's and some peppers then it's time for you to go out of your out of your comfort zone and start looking at vegetables that are purple in color or white in color for example you can look for red cabbage you can look for uh, uh, swiss chard you can look for mushrooms you can look for turnips you know so pay more attention in in the produce section and and um, just i'm i'm noticing in last few couple years there's more and more emphasis on um, on eating more fruits and vegetables and i'm noticing that the grocery stores are carrying more uh, variety now than they used to especially if you go to um, fruit section right now you see papaya you will see jackfruit you will see lychee you will see uh, mangoes you will see dragon fruit i mean a few years ago i had never seen these in in the regular grocery store so <clears throat> just like everything else in life have have open mind and and look for this variety of fruits and vegetables that 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 probably exist in your grocery store Oh my god spices i can talk about spices all day long because they are the key and spices don't necessarily um, need to add heat we are talking about using spices for flavor okay not all the spices are spicy a lot of spices like cinnamon or or, or bay leaf or uh, you know all spice or fennel they are flavorful additions not necessarily spicy so make sure that your cabinet has some good herbs and spices uh go plant forward before you go plant based okay substitute plants for animal products um add mushrooms or or cooked lentils mm add it to the burgers meatloaf pizzas start slowly one meal at a time start with meatless monday or taco tuesday uh rapid wednesday take out thursday like you know take out thursday would be your asian stir fry you can just make that at home meatless monday you can skip meat um 
once a week. It's, it's Meatless Monday has been a very long tradition uh, across the country and a lot of people, mm, you know, or, or it's an easy day to uh, remember and do it like Meatless Monday. So you can have veggie burgers or, uh, on on Friday, TGI burger night, where you can have veggie burgers or taco Tuesday, you can have bean tacos, wrap it Wednesday, um, you can uh, make a wrap. Like today I, for my dinner, I knew it was going to be busy. So I had sprouted green tortilla and uh, some hummus. I roasted some vegetables this afternoon and I had a veggie burger and I used the sprouted green tortilla for a wrap. And that was it. Uh, you can start by switching your breakfast to overnight oats or avocado toast. You can start by in incorporating lentil soup, beans on salad, etc. Um, again, I want to remind you that make sure that you text us your name and email to 630-686-7300 so that I can send you these, um, these handouts, okay? for the recipe on how to transition to plant-based and seven ways to enjoy plant protein. Okay, so uh, it's all good, but where do we start? Plan, plan, plan. Without planning, we, we become impulsive eaters. Without planning, we don't know, we feel lost, you know. I couldn't have made that wrap that I just told you about if I had not planned for it, okay? Uh, if, uh, if I had not thought about it, if I had not had stuff in me, like, what am I going to do? I just finished work at 6.30 and this program was starting at seven o'clock. I couldn't go and, you know, run to the store and get started. Then these are the situations where you tend to either order out or you stop by somewhere and get something from outside or you become impulsive eater and I could have just snacked on wrong things because I was hungry um, and probably eating the wrong stuff, but I had my plan. I had thought about it. So planning, meal planning is, is extremely important uh, for any diet and more so for a plant-based diet, you know, because you want to make sure that you are getting all different nutrients and all different groups. So make a list of your uh, some most common family recipes that you use. Maybe it's a meatloaf recipe or it's a, it's a soup recipe, it's a wrap recipe, burger recipe. And, but at least have some plan that every day what you are going to eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner and snacks, and then focus on making sure that your grocery list contains nutrient dense food versus processed plant-based food. This is very important and I'll be talking about it later, but make sure that you're focusing on nutrient dense foods and not just, um, just processed uh, uh, plant-based chips and cookies and, and, and you know the artificial burgers and stuff like that. Flavor up using herbs and spices, vinegars, citrus juices to add flavor. Uh, march forward, Relapse, relapses are normal, okay? If you slip, don't beat yourself up, okay? Because it's all about getting back on the wagon. We all fall off the wagon, right? Fourth of July just happened. Almost most patients that I had phone calls with or correspondence with today, they all had some, some trouble in 
in some form and shape because we we are surrounded by lot of food and many times the choices are not not the best so uh, so don't beat yourself up it's all about if you have a relapse move on get back to your planned meal the next meal don't give up and say oh you know what i ate burger over the weekend and i had uh, this and that and now i'm going to start my diet um, after uh, you know next long weekend or in the fall or what have you no you start for the you start again the next meal and that is very important because for two things first of all when you eat better you are going to feel better all right and it is going to help you uh, gain that confidence that hey you know what i could have a slip off but i'm capable of getting back on track and once you get back on track you know you you stay in in that uh, in that zone or in, in you get into the rhythm of things okay lot of people complain to me that they have lot of digestive distress like gas bloating when they go on plant based why is that that is because your system is not used to handling so much fiber and many people feel they oh they, they shouldn't go on plant based because they have lot of gas and bloating my recommendation would be you add powdered probiotics and digestive enzymes because digestive enzymes are going to help you digest all the fiber and the uh, extra roughage that you are going to get from eating more plants um sometimes i recommend patients that if they are having too much of distress or if they have any kind of digestive health issues like crohn's or ibs then do not eat raw vegetables go with everything cooked you know and that way you are reducing the distress but over a period of time you are reliant your symptoms will improve uh, gas bloating will go down but that takes some time because your body is getting used to it it's almost like you you are replanting a forest a microbiome forest in in your in your gut you are re- replenishing or you are rebuilding your microbiome your gut micro bacteria those colonies and that's going to take a little bit of time so it's very simple my my meal plate planner nourishing made simple you know um half of your plate if you could make it vegetables they can be steamed i'm not saying make them kind of blah or boring you can make your vegetables you can roast them with herbs and spices and vinegars uh, if you if you're afraid to use spices use herbs i mean rosemary and basil and sage um tarragon these are very simple yet very flavorful herbs and if you start roasting your vegetables with it like half half of your plate needs to be vegetables and then one fourth uh, of the plate can be beans lentils once in a while if you're going to eat some meat then stay away from the red meat and you can add some chicken or turkey or or fish but again we are the, we are going to aim to have more plant based more plant based proteins um so maybe this is how your plate needs to look in terms of protein on it when you are having a meatless meal um, make sure you have healthy carbs like wild rice and brown rice um along with that healthy drinks you know green tea or coffee or coconut water sparkling water instead of soda 
and stuff. Snacks can be nut, nut mixes, seed mixes, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seed, sesame seeds, chia seeds. Even if you start sprinkling some chia in, in water, you know, that's a, that's a step in the right direction. Even if you start eating lightly salted nuts, uh, sunflower or pumpkin, instead of bag of chips or, or, or some French fries or onion rings or uh, I don't know, turkey bacon and all that, you know, bacon bits, those type of highly processed, high salt um, snacks, it's going to be a really good transition. Along with food, we have to take care of some uh, physical activity, fitness here, to get into some daily mindful activities, walk for 10 minutes or do deep breathing or do stretches, sleep on time, have positive thoughts, drink water, plan your meal, plan your snacks. These are all the examples of mindful activity. We need mindfulness to execute everything in life. And food is such an integral part of who we are and how we feel, but we, we pay the least amount of time planning our meals. I mean, people spend um, enough time in, in getting ready or putting their makeup on or getting the right shirt and suit and whatever, shoes and socks and purses and this and that together, but we don't, we don't, we don't spend as much time in, in uh, figuring it out, hey, what kind of food I'm going to eat today? When I'm going to eat it today? How I'm going to eat it? These are very crucial questions. And th this is all part of that mindfulness. So making sure that you indulge in some mindful activities. Um, how to transition to uh, sustaining plant-based lifestyle going forward? go skinny, you know, which means like avoid added oils in cooking. So use broth instead, avoid uh, added uh, sugars, but you can use maybe honey or agave or molasses, maple syrup to sweeten your uh, salad dressings or, um, you know, your food instead of adding raw white sugar. Um, one thing I want to mention about added oils is that if you are stir frying something, use broth instead of oils. Hydration. Focus on water, really. Tea, water, fruit water or fruit infused water is perfect. Snack on olives, unsweetened dry fruit, roasted chickpeas, dark, dark chocolate, something simple, you know, does, doesn't have to be highly processed and or highly seasoned. Eat this, you know, like I said previously, these are your choices of plant proteins, seeds and lentils and tofu and edamame and nut butters, soy milk, what else, peas. And then when it comes to carbohydrate, your fruits are part of your carbohydrates. I would stay away from banana, apple, grapes because they are not as nutritionally dense as your berries or kiwis or oranges or papaya um, or peaches and plums. So uh, I would rather go after foods which are, which are more nutrient density. That's going to give you uh, more, for, more for, your, uh, for your effort. So focus on adding variety of different fruits. But again, under carbohydrates, we have intact grains like we talked about millets and wild rice and, and, and whole wheat pita 
Uh, even something as simple as baked sweet potato can be a good snack or or a or a side dish to your your salad or your soup. But again, don't put marshmallows and brown sugar and and a slab of butter on your sweet potato. But just a, a nicely roasted sweet potato, boiled sweet potato, maybe with some pie spice or cinnamon or even uh, some paprika would be a perfect uh, perfect uh, dish to have. Vegetables, like I said. All different colors of vegetable, purple vegetables are good for your brain, white vegetables are good for our heart, green vegetables, spinach, kale, Swiss chard, uh, turnip greens, greens and beans are good for our bones, you know, so people say, oh, if you go on plant-based, you are missing on calcium. Uh, research indicates that we absorb more calcium from the plant-based sources than we absorb from the from the from dairy okay and in the in the plant kingdom beans and lentils offer i mean uh, have the highest amount of calcium and the, the plant based diet is also high in phosphorus and potassium so in order for good bone health we need potassium and we need phosphorus and we need calcium so it's a, it's again this is a perfect pill uh, almost a magic pill don't eat this. Jello, fried chicken, ramen noodles, sweet yogurts, ranch dressings, pudding, fish sticks, vegan processed food. A lot of people go and start eating plant-based, but then they go after uh, processed plant-based foods like you know the, all those Beyond Burger. Uh, the the uh, somebody just said that there is a chicken uh, from one of the fast food chicken. Uh, uh, chain, all those are highly processed, highly seasoned, and do not offer the real benefits or do not offer the vitamins and minerals and protein and carbs that we talked about in earlier slides. These things are just going to be a uh, just a substitute, you know, but we are not looking for, we are not looking to swap one bad stuff with another just look alike. We are looking to, to substitute a low calorie diet with more caloric, uh, I mean, uh, low nutrient dense diet with high nutrient dense foods. It's the nutrient density of food that helps us keep healthy. Okay, you have to make choice between these two, which is a better option. If I have, uh, just to give you an example, if you have to choose between candy bar and banana, I would go with banana. If you have to choose between banana and peach, I would go with peach, okay? Because there is a hierarchy of, of nutrient-dense foods. So uh, you guys can do the same thing. And in the beginning, maybe it will be difficult for you to completely let go of, of this food. So transition out, stop buying. Don't, don't uh, have chips and big bags of chips or drinks or, or cookies in the house. Once, one, out of sight, out of mind. If you have it around you and if you say, oh, I'm just going to have it once in a while, it's going to be very difficult. If it is there, you will go and eat it. So not buying is number one. That would be one way I would say to stop eating this.
Um, so on a similar note, I wanted to quickly uh, touch on dairy. You know, why we shouldn't eat dairy on, uh, or why the dairy is included, cheese is included in this list, is because dairy, there, there are a couple things about dairy. The dairy has a protein called casomorphine, which affects, which has a similar effect on our brain as, as any other morphine, okay? Like opioids. And it, that's why it, it, it is very addictive. Dairy is very addictive. And it makes us um, difficult not to eat it because it has that casomorphine. It has the morphine type of effect on our, our brain. And secondly, dairy affects our thyroid gland, okay? Lowering our metabolism and causing another havoc in the system. So these are some of the reasons as to why we need to stay away from, from uh, animal-based products as much as we can. I understand not everybody will be 100% plant-based, but the goal here is to at least educate you guys about, uh, about you know, the, the pros and cons of eating whole food plant-based and how to start. Like I said, even one meal per week and then that transfer, you know, to get started and then turning that into second two or three or four times. And then after a while, you once you start feeling better, your brain will start associating certain foods as rewards and certain foods almost as punishment. If you're feeling sick after eating a burger, and if you feel good after eating, let's say a, a veggie burger or, or roasted vegetables or more balanced meals, then and then if you keep reminding your brain or if you start becoming mindful and start making a note of, hey, you know what, after I eat uh, a more plant-based, I just feel good. And after I eat pizza or, or, or burgers or, or barbecue or steak, I just feel heavy. I feel uh, my stomach is not where it needs to be. I feel tired. I have a lot of acid reflux. Then over a period of time, your brain will start associating the negative side effects or your body pain or your symptoms with that food. And once your brain starts to make that connection, then you know we are we are tuned to look for reward. You know, brain body doesn't brain doesn't say, hey, go and get punished. So it starts to make that association which food is good for you and which food is, is not a good choice for you. It takes time, but it's a slow process and it's worth starting. Like we like we said in, in the beginning, the rapid rewards. The, how quickly you start collecting your uh, uh, rapid points is just amazing. It, it can start in within within a few hours in a day, and um, in one year, one 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 and a half year, I've seen people almost get new body. You know when they when they follow through. So um, I hope you guys um, 
will start by changing one thing in your diet and let me know if you have any questions. You can always send me questions after this uh, by texting us to 6306867300 or deepa at dipheshdietitians.com. Um, you can also send me a question which I will answer on my podcast, Ask Nutrition is Deepa. So there are a bunch of different ways you can get hold of me. Mm, but I am opening up the floor for, uh, for questions. Hey, thank you so much for all that great information, Deepa. Um, there are a couple of questions already in uh, the Q&A, and I'll just remind people here uh, that if you have any questions, please go ahead and open those up. That uh, If you look along the bottom edge of your Zoom window, there's a Q&A icon there that will just open up that window for you. Uh, so uh, again, um, I think you mostly answered this question, but uh, thoughts about those different um, possibly more processed like beyond burgers and why we should be avoiding those. They, they are an e seem like an easy way to get into plant-based foods, but you're saying perhaps not the way to go. Correct, and let me grab my show and tell thing, which is right here. Uh, so our regular burger, you know, the regular fast food burger has this much fat in it. Okay, I don't know if you guys can see it, almost like I think 30 grams of fat, okay? And Beyond Burger has 22. And what has happened is people had learned to not eat fast food burger often. And now they feel that, oh, Beyond Burger, it's a, you know, a plant-based burger, it must be good for me. So now they are going and eating three times a week. So the total consumption of fat instead of 30 per week has gone down to 60 per week or 65 per week. So there's a perception that that is better for us. Yeah, it is better for us to some, to some degree, but it's going to get us in trouble if you continue, if we continue on that path. And in terms of sodium, it's no better either. Okay, all right, thank you. Uh, someone else is asking, are there health concerns with soy? So again, when we get into processed soy products, like uh, soy chicken nuggets and uh, soy patty and those type of things, anything that is highly processed with soy is, is, is a no-no because, because of the processing. Secondly, soy products need to be organic. GM, soy is one of those crops which are uh, genetically modified. 99% of the soy which is grown in United States and everywhere else in the world is, is GMO. And we don't want to eat something which is GMO. G GMO means genetically modified uh, organism. So you want to find a soy product that says non-GMO and, and as much as you can organic. Uh, but if you stick to unsweetened soy milk, edamame, uh, all kinds of tofu, like soft tofu, firm tofu, uh, tempeh, what else? Uh, organic miso, which is fermented soy, we are going to be fine. 
Okay, thank you. Someone else is asking uh, how many plants or perhaps what percentage of vegetarian or plant-based foods um, do we need to eat in order to start seeing all of those health benefits that you were talking about? I would say if you get rid of the red meat and dairy and then stick to chicken, turkey, maybe three times, four times a week and more plant-based with lot of vegetables and some beans and lentils and uh, you know uh, seeds, you will start to see that difference. Okay, great. Uh, someone else uh, is um, dealing with a lot of acid reflux uh, and any ideas about how to eat tomato products or uh, onions, peppers, things like that without getting acid reflux, they're having a lot of problems with that. Many times the root cause of acid reflux is poor digestive system. And many times the poor digestive system is because of the dairy and meat consumption. So getting to the root cause of acid reflux is number one identify what's in your diet. Secondly, with severe acid reflux, uh, you need to uh, make sure that you are eating cooked vegetables and don't start with onions and uh, uh, tomatoes, which are your, you know, your, your usual suspects, but maybe start with some spinach and, and you know, some milder vegetables like cooked carrots and, and butternut squash and those things. And instead of flavoring with onion and garlic, maybe start flavoring with herbs and herbs um, like rosemary and sage because they are also calming to your digestive system and start taking uh, digestive enzymes. Okay. Because, because, because acid reflux actually is a, is a symptom of low acid in your system. You know, when we, we do, when we, we, when we don't have enough of right, enough and right amount and right type of acid, acid reflux starts. Okay, thank you. Uh, someone else uh, is dealing with diabetes and they're wondering, are there any special items that they should watch out for? Because even though some of these foods have more fiber, the carbs are high. Correct. That's why you want to go with whole food plant-based, which is very high in fiber. And um, I will tell you that in the beginning, your numbers would, would be high, but as your insulin resistance starts to come down within two weeks, two and a half weeks, if your stress is under control, if you have more energy and if you're walking more and, uh, and consuming whole food plant-based diet, which also needs to be low in fat. You know, if you, are, if you have a nice piece of, let's say, a, like a homemade rye bread, but if you dip it, or bathe it in olive oil, it's going to be a killer. So whole food plant-based diet, high in fiber, low or no in fat is the key to get your blood sugars under control. Okay, thank you. Someone else is asking about uh, concerns regarding, I may not be saying this right, oxalic, O-X-A-L-I-C acid in raw greens. Oh, oxalic acid, oxalic. Maybe like Swiss chard and kale might be high in those and they wondering if there are any concerns about that. 
Yeah, but if you're drinking plenty of water and you know nobody eats truckload of these vegetables, one or two cups every other day is not going to hurt. Plus, many times oxalates are um, can be removed or you can reduce the oxalate by steaming that particular vegetable so that it 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 drains in the water. Okay, great. Uh, someone asks, what's the best wheat pasta alternative? I would say instead of going for a wheat pasta, go for lentil pasta. I'll show you one more, which is it's right here. I'm surrounded by food packages and stuff because all day long, that's what I teach people about. So this is this is a um, lentil pasta. It's a, actually it's a wellness pasta line. This has extra extra extracts of vegetables in it, and thus it gives you twenty other uh, nutrients. But this is a lentil pasta. Uh, similar lentil pastas are. Uh, this one is available on Amazon. But lentil pasta is a really good substitute for a wheat pasta, and has more more protein, more nutrients. Uh, and uh, you, Aldi has it, Trader Joe's has it, uh, Meyer has it. So just look for lentil pasta instead of uh, wheat pasta. Mm -hmm. And could someone also substitute like those uh, noodles that are- Oh yeah, like zucchini, zucchini or, yes. or cauliflower rice or something like that. Absolutely. There's, I saw the sweet potato and beet noodles the other day. Uh, and then there's zucchini noodles, of course. Uh, so definitely. Great. Um, someone else asks, do you have any favorite recipe books, maybe go-tos when you're doing that meal planning? I don't because there's just so many recipes out there. It's very difficult to pick one over the other. So what I do is I know my parameter. I'm looking for a dish which has more vegetables, beans, lentils, flavor. And then any recipe, I can remove the oil, right? That's easy to do. So I just, based on what I know, what I need to eat, I just modify the recipes. And I just try to extract the flavor or the concept from the recipes which are out there on, on, on the website, I mean, on the, on the internet. But fork over knives, you know, you will find a lot of plant-based recipes. There is a newsletter called uh, the Beet, B-E-E-T. They also have some pretty good recipes. Okay, great, great, thank you. Uh, I know, like, I wasn't raised with a lot of lentils. How would you suggest uh, adding some of those to our diet? Easy would be lentil soup. Uh, dig into your grandma's recipe book or something. I'm sure she made this, uh, lentil soup. Every grandma made lentil soup. So a uh, simple thing would be lentil soup or cooking the lentils al dente, like, you know, not too, not too mushy and start sprinkling them on your salad is, is another one. Um, I just did a Facebook Live last week where we, we showed uh, how to cook lentil dal. Dal is a lent Indian lentil soup, which is very flavorful. 
and uh, that is made with uh, red lentils or yellow lentils, which, which really cook in 20 minutes. So it's a very nice creamy uh, type of soup. So that's, uh, you know, that's another way to do it. Mm -hmm. Great, great. And you also mentioned uh, how important spices are. And I'm wondering if, if we're sitting in front of just like plain wild rice or some basic roasted vegetables, what, what would you put on those perhaps before the cooking uh, that would add to the flavor? Okay, that's a very good question. Especially when you're cooking grains or even beans, I always combine uh, water, like half water and half broth when I'm cooking my grains and my beans and lentils because that broth adds a, another layer, more depth of flavor, you know? And then depending on where, what else I'm going to eat with that wild rice. Uh, so if you can start with something simple like bay leaf, or, or, or uh, uh, basil, basil rosemary, if you're going more Italian style. If you're going more Mexican style, then you can just add some cumin and oregano. If you're going Indian style and don't know where to start, when in doubt, use curry powder. You know, uh, that's kind of a simple thing to do. Or just stirring in maybe a tablespoon of, of, of coconut milk gives another, another uh, uh, layer of flavor. So start something simple. You don't need to go and get five zillion uh, uh, spices from the store and then you don't know where to start. Just get like two or three. I would get like pre-made blends, like Italian blend, or Mexican. And now if you go to Trader Joe's or even Aldi, they have all these blends without added salt. Great. Yeah, great advice. Great advice. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, leave just one more minute or two here in case anybody has a last minute question, but I will remind us that uh, this program has been recorded and so it will be available on the library's YouTube page in just about a week if you would like to watch it again or if uh, you'd like to recommend it to a friend. All of these uh, links that you see on the screen here will be sent to you in a follow-up email tonight so that you can get more information uh, and contact Deepa. Uh, if you would, are watching the recording of this program and would like to receive those links, please email me at ce at wheatonlibrary.org. That's ce for community engagement at wheatonlibrary.org. Okay, I don't see any additional questions. So I think you've answered all of our questions for now, Dee, but thank you so much for all that you've done to put this together. I know it takes a lot of work uh, to put these programs together and you did it on practically no dinner <laughs> as well. So thank you for your time and effort to do that. Uh, and so with that, I think we will say thank you to all of our attendees and take care everyone.